like this is what your life like try to live your life right people really know you push your buttons like type right this is like a movie but it's really Hey y'all, it's Mackenzie again, and I know it's been a long time since I've been on here. Um, it's been a very long time now that I think about it. The last time I was on here, I was with my friend Shaquille, um, and now I have another special guest with me because, you know, I'm in New York, and I don't really have Henry or Noah there or here to do the podcast with me, so I have to have special guests or you guys are going to just listen to me ramble and talk, which I personally wouldn't mind, but I don't think you guys would like it. But anyway, so I want to introduce this special guest. He is my boyfriend, my boo, my significant other, um, Malik, and you want to say anything? Or? Yes, I'm Malik. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have some discussion um, and some civil discussion, and I think it'll be fun. Yeah, let me tell y'all why I like thought Malik would be great to be on this podcast. One, he wants to get into the podcast world, so I thought that would be great. But also, like me and Malik are always obviously on the phone, but we always go back and forth about different topics from A to Z, and I think this will be a great discussion. You ready to get Absolutely. started? Absolutely, let's let's get it started. Okay, so first, before we get into everything, we just want to, or I personally want to shout out today marks eleven years. Um, today is November. Fourth, um, 11 years since Barack Obama was elected president, and you know, that was lit. Do you remember where you were when it happened? Or I was asleep, um, asleep, yeah, I was asleep, but I was awakened by gunshots. Um, good gunshots or bad gunshots? I think this is a celebratory gunshot. Oh, hooray with the bullets! So, um, yeah, I was waking up asleep, and I look at the news, everybody's excited, so I'm like, okay, this is lit. And then they still made me go to school tomorrow, the next day. I was tired about that. I don't think I really, like, understood the significance of it. Because I remember coming downstairs the next morning and my mom was, like, freaking out. I mean, not freaking out, but just super, super excited. And she was trying to, like, and I remember her being kind of, like, not disappointed, but kind of, like, not just kind of mad that I wasn't sharing the excitement with her. Like, I was excited, but I could, I remembered, like, not really knowing or not really understanding how significant it really was. So looking back on it, obviously, it's probably one of the most historical things I'll probably witness in my lifetime, to be completely honest. I'm trying to think of anything else that I probably might could witness unless a woman is elected president. Um, but yeah, um, so that was just a great moment in history. We just wanted to talk about that today. But yeah, for me, like I wasn't. To me, you know, you know how I feel about politics. I guess we'll get into that but later. But they don't know how you feel. Just give a summary of how you feel about. I don't believe in the two-party system the way it's currently oh, run in America, Democratic Republic. I just feel like both parties have their own interests, um, and they're lobbyists, and they're paid and bought out. And I feel like the work needs to be done in the community. That's where we see real change, as opposed to voting for a party or voting for voting for a politician that just serves their interests or the interests of people that pay them but yeah we can divulge into that later but I, i'm happy for obama that was a great symbolism for black people that shows we can obtain the highest office in the, in the yeah. land but um yeah okay so before we get into anything else let's start off with that song we was listening to or y'all was listening to um before we got into it and it was i guess from kanye west hot mess album that apparently actually just um, went number one on Billboard, I think, today that they were talking about because y'all clowns continue to support him, um, including the one I'm sitting next to. So let me just, first of all, how was the album? Was it really like good? I feel like people were streaming it just to be like anti-black at this point. The album is one of his worst. 
but there are some songs on there that I do enjoy. So there's, it wasn't that good of an album. There's 11 songs. There's some. There's like three that can be skipped. The rest are decent, but no, it's not like great level. Like you know, what I'm saying like. So this like, wasn't your typical Kanye album. No. This wasn't. One thing I'll say about Kanye: every album has been a different theme, different topic. Like it's totally different. Like there's no two Kanye albums that are like, and you get that here. So were you at all hesitant to like absolutely download it? I don't give a damn. So. What you're saying is like nothing on social media, no one on social media influenced you enough to be like, um, no. No, no. So his choice in supporting Donald Trump mm -hmm. and him being, him supporting a racist and him doing his like antics and stuff like mm -hmm. that, that truly has no effect on you to listen to his music. No, because I feel like most people are racist. Most, well, let me not generalize, but I feel like a lot of people are racist, especially these companies where we spend, black people in particular spend a lot of our money with. So if I were to pick and choose who I'm going to support, then I wouldn't have anything to freaking wear. We don't own anything. We don't own a lot of clothing brands. We don't own a lot of music. We don't own anything. We make a lot of pop culture, but we don't own anything. So if I were to do, sit down like Google what every person has said about black people or anything, I wouldn't, wouldn't be able to do anything. But the thing about that, when people say that though, I, I do understand that it's a fair point, but I do feel like we don't know that these companies have said this. Okay. True. He's outwardly admitted that he supports this racist. Mm. That's the difference I feel like. Like he's outwardly telling you, basically, I'm supporting a man that don't give a damn about you, but I'm a... I'm a I'm a use black choirs and I'm gonna use people who look like you to still get you to spend money. I just don't see like it doesn't make sense for me to voluntarily spend my money on someone who's telling me that they're fucking with someone who does not rock with me. Let me ask you a question. Do you eat Chick fil A? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Good point proven. No 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 exactly. no no. Exactly. However, what I will say about Chick-fil-A, and you know, this is ignorant, Chick-fil-A's comments have not directly affected me. Oh. That is very ignorant. Exactly. That is very exactly. ignorant. But That's my point. I feel like we're in a state of culture right now with selective outrage. Like Walt Disney, I don't know if you know, but he's had some he's had some stuff. You know, he's been in some trouble in the past. You know, he's a pedophile, all this stuff. Are you going to boycott Disney movies because of that? He was a racist too, I think. They said he was a... I, but I, Kanye is West just, is sitting here telling you slavery was a choice. It was a dumb statement. But he continues to make these dumb statements. I think he's mentally ill and he's ill-informed. So then get the but help the music that you good. need. I ain't going to stop But you just music. said it wasn't good. Some of the songs... You just good. said it wasn't that good. Some of the, I'm still going to try to listen though because of his track record of making good music. He has two of my favorite albums of all time. At least two of them. And, and they are... Um, heartbreak. What's the uh, the fact that okay? So y'all don't y'all don't see y'all don't see no, no, what's no, happening no, right, right now. The fact that the fact that he had to go in his phone and look up the album. I listen to a lot of music. You know, no, that doesn't matter. If you ask me if he asked me what my favorite Beyonce, Beyonce song Beyonce, Beyonce, was or Beyonce, Beyonce album, I wouldn't have to go on my phone and Google it. Eight oh eight and heartbreak and my beautiful dark. It's Beyonce, too late now. You had to scramble through your phone and try to find. I have millions of songs, but those are the top. I have like those two in my top like ten albums of all time. So. I'm going to hold, hold him in high regard. He got me through some trouble times with 808s and through college. Even though that album came out before I was in college. It's like, oh, someone that can relate to, you, you know. He can relate to you. Or you no, can relate to No, some of the to lyrics 
I related to because it seemed like he was kind of going through my experience, especially the skits at the end. Like, man, you know, I don't know if I'm going to make it, but at the end of the graduation, the skits with Bernie Mac and these things like that and the song Spaceship and things like that helped me get through college. You know, like, that's what music is for me. Music is a way of kind of like therapy and a lot of those songs help me get through life. I'm not going to just abandon that because somebody has some controversial views or some views that may seem problematic. Slavery is a choice is very problematic. It's it is. super ignorant. It definitely is. But at the same time, why are we looking to celebrities for their opinion on anything besides music? I don't think we're we're not. But the, that that that's the thing about him that pisses me off because it's like nobody asked him to say anything. This is true. You voluntarily say this, this about like slavery is a choice. Like his other comments, it's just like you're ridiculous. Definitely so you is. don't think that that celebrities shouldn't be held accountable if they do ignorant things it depends on the celebrity it depends on what they do what do you mean it depends on the celebrity that's not fair he has a history of being erratic and showing some type of bipolar tendencies so i'm not going to ask kanye about today's policies or slavery in libya but, but because people he's a, he's weren't a, asking him people didn't ask but him why? to meet but with so, trump so when he voluntarily when kanye says things here's my thing don't listen why why is it so hard to just just tune it out People do to that. Nobody was sitting there voluntarily being like, let me go on TMZ and listen. To, like, no, he was went the, on TMZ most, and still did. Because he said outrageous but things. But it's the most requested video. It's the most viewed video of, of everything because he's known for doing outlandish shit. So if we as a culture continue to perpetuate that via the Kardashians, via. What do you mean perpetuate? By, we're enabling them. The more he does crazy shit and more people look at it and view You're it. You're enabling I'm him. I'm listening to the music. I'm no, not no, listening no. to the You're, antics. But you are still a part of. You are still a part of the problem. I have Apple Music. I didn't buy it. I am not in a... No, no, no. We, you can't say people who did not listen to his album, who don't... who I have his name muted on my phone. Oh, my God. I have the album muted. So, I, I am not a part of the enabling. You are. But you eat Chick-fil-A. Okay. Now you're just dancing around. I'm not dancing. Movies. I mean, you can say... I think it's selective outrage. Like I said, selective outrage. You have a lot of friends in the LGBTQ community, and I feel like it's a disservice to them for you to eat Chick-fil-A and support people that says such vile things about people in the community. What do they say? They don't support it. They've gave money to anti-LGBTQ causes. This has been proven documented. So why would you continue to support? It's just like selective outrage with people. Like that's that's just my whole thing about it. So you just let me get this clear. You don't think we should hold celebrities accountable? Not some, not really. Not what all. do you mean by some? You just you just went in on selective outrage, and then you saying only some celebrities should be held accountable. Okay, you're Kanye, Kanye, what you're I think Kanye is, is having is trying to establish a cult. So that's what I think right now. And that's a problem. It is a problem. But, and, but you're time, a part of that cult. I'm not a part of that. Cult. How would you? How do you? What's the difference between you supporting him and not being a part of the cult? I listen to the music. I'm not supporting him as an artist. I don't never been you to also, Yeezy, I never been you to downloading, You downloading and you streaming, which is why he got the accolade that he got today for most streams or billboard number one or whatever the hell he got today is because of people like you. Because you streaming it. That's what matters. Hey, tough to break it to you, but this is the world we live in. Trump is so the you, president. You people can't like, even answer. You like, no, I'll answer you it. Have, I'll you're answer part it. of the cult. I'll answer it. People like outlandish shit. People like wild shit. People like somebody that's out of the box and weird right now. That's what's in i.e. the president, i.e. Kanye West. That's why they're friends. That's why they're in cahoots. That's what people like. That's what the. That's not what I like. I like music. Whatever is make good music. But you're still. Do you unless, they, they, unless they call me anything but a child of God, they didn't. Nothing was said directly to me. I'm about that. But shit. you said. But you just like. You are supporting him by downloading and streaming his music. I don't understand how you don't get that. 
Mackenzie. I'm not supporting his music. You you are the, so you're I not have, supporting his music. I have the album music? on my phone. I have the album on my phone. Right. You're not making sense. I have the album on my phone. Right. I listen to it. There's some songs I listen to. There's some I don't. There's some I don't like. Do I agree with Kanye West's policies? Do I agree with what he says? Do I even like his new ugly new sneakers and shit? No. But you got a pair. I gave that away. He, but he had a pair. I gave that That's away. So this is what I'm talking about with Kanye fans, though. This is my point. You said you don't support this man, yet you had a pair of Yeezys. You don't support this man, but you downloaded and streamed his album and then even so much put his song on the intro to this, but you claim that you not support. That's you, what y'all don't make sense. But you told me you wanted a pair of Yeezys before. You said this verbatim. I don't remember that. You you said you wanted a pair. Wanting a pair and actually swiping so, my card so to get. So why would you want a pair if this guy was so controversial? No no no. And well, I, well, no no no. I mean no. somebody so strong should no. just be like no no. 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 He's he's totally no. wrong. I don't want any pair. Wanting a pair and swiping my card and What's actually getting a pair is a problem. What's the next? I don't think. But anyways, think this is going nowhere. Yeah. Forget that because you're clearly lost. No no. Um. But anyway, so how do you feel about him using black choirs? Oh, yes. So Kanye, if you remember, Jesus Walks. Yes. So that was one of his first singles. And and Kanye uses a lot of... I've never personally been to Chicago, but he uses... I feel like that's a black city. He uses a lot of black elements in his music. What are black Um, elements? So, for example, on his last album, he has some house music. House music is is big in Chicago. Um, He flipped a house song. He used that Jesus walks. It's the choir. Chicago is like probably like any black neighborhood where it's like a lot of churches, more churches than probably anything. Churches, barbershops, liquor stores. I'm sure we can that. Google it and you can find that. I mean, look outside, go to bedside. Churches, mm-hmm. liquor stores, barbershops. But anyway, so he's he's probably grew up in that environment, so it's reflected in his music. The choir is very good. I was listening to the Sunday service. A lot of the flip songs, they were pretty good. You know, um, I guess that's. Called sacrilegious, I guess, or <laughs> I don't know what it's called. <laughs> whatever the music is called, but it was it was not. And I'm like, this hard. Like, but some people have been saying. Now, I don't know if I really agree with this, but some people have been saying like he's exploiting black choirs. Mm. But what does exploiting mean? I need to look up because I feel like people really be using words. People are saying he's trying to like sell God the wrong way or trying to exploit God. Exploit means make full use of and derive benefit from. Mm. Then yes, I would have to agree. But I feel like that's what preachers been doing to the black community for years, though. It's just Kanye is doing it with a. With no, did you show. actually see? He went to Jamaica, mm-hmm. and they weren't rocking with him in yeah. Jamaica. Jamaica has the most churches per square mile of any place in the world. I don't know if I would say he's exploiting them. I do. It's complicated because. Two chains had the black choir. Absolutely. Um, I think people just like black choirs and black choirs are great. Um, but I do feel like at least when he came to I don't know if y'all know, but I went to Howard and he came to Homecoming and I didn't really see well, obviously y'all know I wasn't there. Um, but when I saw the clips, it did seem like he was just there to to prove a point like I'm black and I'm proud y'all said I'm canceled but I'm here mm-hmm. so in that way when he did it like that then yes I do think he's exploited he's exploiting um black choirs and just the whole blackness thing like I just feel like that was just unnecessary for him to say which is one number reason the reason why like I just do not rock with him because it's just ridiculous I agree I agree I think it's a hustle but I think like I said He's hustling religion, like many black people have been doing that for years. So, 
It's nothing new. It's, it's a new, no new trick out of the sun. It's just been a hustle, a regurgence, if you will, of selling something that doesn't have a buy and doesn't hasn't really benefited people. It gives them hope, but no tangible result. Mm-hmm. That's my okay. Well, we can move on. So I don't know if you saw one of my professors from Howard tweeted this comment about Meg the Stallion. So first of all, before we get into that, Meg the Stallion, if y'all didn't see, she did a great performance on NPR and. Personally, I like the performance. I just think it was kind of weird. Um, I think it was weird personally because NPR is has a lack of diversity and it was just weird to see. Um, it was just weird to see her. I don't know. It just, I don't know if the ambiance was off. I don't know if it was maybe the song choice, but it was weird. And I think it was also weird because like I said, NPR has all white people and she's rapping about freak nasty to these white people with like two black people. I don't know. It was weird. If you haven't seen it, check it out. I still love my girl, Megan Stallion, get that bag. But anyways, while I brought it up was because one of my old professors from Howard University, Dr. Carr, had tweeted, no comment. So at the time, I really didn't know what he meant by the no comment, but I knew it was shady. And under the comments, he was basically mad that she was throwing around the word, the N-word so much. And my problem with what his statement was is, is the fact that like, there's always men in particular, but men aren't the only ones who do this. But this policing of women rappers is getting on my last nerve. There's been several male rappers up there who've said the N-word. And for some reason, no one else, he never tweeted about them. And you know, I don't think it's a, a, a conscious thing that men do this or women do this. Because it was black women doing that too. But I do believe that it is a, a, a unconscious thing that men have been showing out for. On the last time we were here, or the last time I was here, me and Shaquille talked about Jermaine Dupree calling out all these women rappers, um, rapping about sex and stripping and all of that. That was one thing. Then Snoop Dogg a few weeks ago said a comment like that as well. And now we have Dr. Carr, my former professor, saying that, damn, they can't even say the N-word. And I'm just kind of sick and tired of women, black women specifically, have to always change themselves and fit into this mold to please these men who at the same time, there are women rappers out here that don't rap necessarily about that. You have Rhapsody. You have all of these other black women rappers who aren't rapping about that, but also are not getting the same attention Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B. So it's just kind of like, what the hell do y'all want from us at this point? Because it's getting ridiculous. I will say I did not see uh, Megan Thee Stallion's NPR performance. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of her music. I just, I just think I don't relate to it, but I'm happy for her success. Um, I feel like NPR, in general, it, uh, it favors musicians that have live bands or instrumentation or even spoken word artists, such as uh, like No Name, who's a female lyricist that a lot of people don't listen to, or even Saba. Um, but I will say that I think that tweet is hypocritical from uh, your professor, and there is some bias in regards to how um, a lot of men kind of police women rappers. But I will say that um, I don't see the support for women rappers from women in general. Like on the timeline, I see you know a lot of there's a lot of sexualization, a lot of the rappers that. But why do you put that on women, though? I don't see a lot of support from men either. Well, I do see men support No Name and Rhapsody and Saba. 
or even Tierra Wack. I think I, I put you on Tierra Wack. I sent you some songs. You and you've never mentioned her again, ever. But so, it's still like, but even you trying to put that on women is still my point. Why, mm. why, why are y'all expecting us to? Why can't it be a community thing? Because I don't see men talking about them as much either. But you see me talking about it. I'm a man. Okay, one out of the million men that's out here. Like, it be men on my timeline talking about Meg Thee Stallion retweeting her body. Oh my gosh, she looks so good. It be men and women doing that. I see that. Tierra Wack is cute. Rico Nasty is cool. I told you about her too. But Rico Nasty, I don't, I don't, I don't see men talking about Rico Nasty. I on my timeline, I see women only talking about Rico Nasty. Why seen, is that? I haven't seen a woman Rico Nasty. Before. That's that's a lie. Well, then you I've need to get seen. your timeline together. No seen. name. I've been to a no name concert. So, well, I think it's just with this with this topic. I feel like it's dependent on the person. There is some. There is a lot of sexualization from men in terms of. Uh, Women rappers, but and the, it's top, behind the, the scene top women too. rappers are the ones that kind of promote that. So, I mean, but that's not fair because there was this show that, um, what's his name? Rick Ross was on, and he literally picked the girl who was rapping about her pussy, rapping about sex. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's another thing. There's nothing wrong with rapping about that because all of these rappers be rapping about killing, drug dealing. Effing these hoes, all of that, but nobody's talking about that. But anyway, so Rick Ross picked the girl who was rapping about sex all the time and not the girl who was rapping about poverty and black power. So don't sit up here and tell me that it's just women and it's all on women when that's just not there and that's just not the case. If we were to do a breakdown of numbers of people uh, by gender, of who supports the lyrical women rappers and who su supports the rappers that quote unquote support sexuality. You think yeah. black women will, will have high numbers? I don't know because I don't have Kamaya, the facts. Kamaya, so you're trying to, you're trying mean, to introduce I'm something like that's not Kamaya, factual. Kamaya, Wack, No Name, Rhapsody. You feel like, I feel like the underground crowd, which is mostly like you backpack nerds. You feeling like something okay. and it actually being true is not the, the same. The underground backpack nerds that's love, what you love, like love to lyricism. Do. So they'll, they'll like a No Name. They'll like a Rhapsody. They'll like a Kamaya or, you know, Tierra Wack because that's their This that's is their all niche. hypothetical. But I haven't seen it in my lifetime. I haven't seen Put on, oh, a girl say, oh, put on that new rap I haven't seen you say, put on that new T.R. Wack. That's a lie. When have you said it? I said it last week. I, but it doesn't, okay, it's not, it doesn't matter. Okay, it's my, okay, it's me. Okay, fair enough. That doesn't, I don't know what my roommate would say. I don't know what the girl down the street would say. That's what but I'm saying. we've been down the street. We've been around a bunch of women. And, 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 we, and I've been around a bunch of men. And ain't nobody, ain't none of them talking about T.R. Wack, Rico Nasty, uh, Rhapsody. Like I said, I have all of that in my playlist. No. My playlist. I have all no. No, 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 no. Well, so, next subject. Yeah, you lost this one. So, <laughs> I lost this one? <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, um, but anyways, so in other news, we're going to kind of switch topics and get into a little bit of politics. Um, uh -huh. And we're uh -huh. both, I think we're very big users of Twitter. Um, and I know you're not really following the 2020 election absolutely however so recently twitter decided to not have um not allow any political ads um yes. on the site how do you feel about that or what's your take on it um so twitter jack dorsey and the uh jack forgot, dorsey also went to my high school i forgot the, the the name of the she's like the cfo like the she's under him but um they were held in uh kind of like they were in a freedom of speech kind of like debacle because um, they were on this podcast I listened to called a joke. Well, I won't name the podcast, but they were on this podcast arguing with this guy, these two people. One guy was like, well, you're just, 
you're allowing tweets to show bias towards liberals and towards certain. Jack Dorsey was on that podcast. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it's a very big podcast. I'm not gonna name it, but basically, the the, the man's argument was you're you're allowing Twitter was allowing certain tweets and certain representation to be seen while blocking and censoring others, and that's not fair. And they said, well, it's algorithms. You know, we're not doing it on purpose. But the guy was like, no, that's bullshit. So I do think we have the right to free speech. It's in the Constitution, even though I don't that thing is old, but we do have a right to free speech. But when it when you when you use the free speech to your own agenda, then it's a problem for me. If you censor some things but you let some things slide, it's like you have an agenda. That's what I think about this whole politics thing. We even tie into that. I just feel like anybody can be bought and swayed with their opinion just by influencing money. So my take on the whole Twitter situation. Obviously, it comes off of Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg, and I'm just going to say it. I think Mark Zuckerberg is a racist because you admitting that you're not going to fact check ads that are blatantly lying to black people and other people of color about, you know, when the voting day is and you being in anybody who's backed by Donald Trump and he is a fan of you, I'm already questionable. So, with that said, I'm just not here for it at all. But I do feel like Twitter did take a bold stance in censoring political ads. I'm just really curious to how this is going to affect the 2020 candidates. Most of the Democrats have definitely supported Jack Dorsey's decision in doing that. But I did find it funny that Jack was taking shots at um, Mark Zuckerberg. It was kind of this weird nerd thing that was happening on my <laughs> timeline. And I thought it was hilarious because it's just like y'all are nerds. But I will say all of these Democrats are supporting that. But correct me if I'm wrong, Barack Obama won that election because he was one of the first candidates to really utilize social media and get that get young people interested in in his campaign and that's where a lot of his votes came from so i'm just super curious to how they're going to navigate that and um even i'm curious to even how this will go into journalism because everybody's a journalist nowadays people put out blogs and say that it's real and it's not so i'm just curious to how that's really going to play out because it's very hard to hire people and have people available and have the resources to fact check all of this information so i'm just really curious to see how this is going to play out obviously i think it's a i do think it's great that we have a platform as big as twitter saying no and taking a stance and doing that but i am curious is this really possible truly possible to fact check everything that's on these social medias um platforms just because do they have the manpower and how far does fact-checking politics goes because like I just said you know what is considered a political ad so I just have so many questions so I'm just going to leave that there and really see how that play out because we are pretty much like a year away from election day um so yeah we're just gonna have to sit there and wait basically speaking of elections um I'm interested to hear um your thoughts on the candidates uh running for office like I said I'm not too invested but if I were to vote for a candidate, it would be Bernie Sanders. Um, Why? I'm not going to ask for your opinion. I believe Bernie has the interests of the country at heart um, more than the other candidates. I feel like they have an agenda. I feel like it's pandering too much. With Bernie, I feel it comes off as sincere. He's too old, unfortunately, and he has some socialist views, which I don't agree with necessarily. 
But out of all the candidates, he seems, he comes across as the most genuine. Um, I don't trust politicians in general, but I feel like he actually has the heart, his heart in the right place and his mind in the right place. Um, as far as the candidates are concerned, I'm not going to really say who I'm leaning towards because honestly, at this point, I don't really think it matters. Like, I don't think it matters. The debates at this point, I don't think really matter if you tune in and watch and, and just because it is very early. It, we are so close to the election, but at the end of the day, until it's like two people left, like truly two people left that's when it matters because then they have to get the vote from the party and then that's when we're really talking about things but right now um i do think that there's just a big focus to get donald trump out and what i do will say that i um what i will say with with donald trump running i think you know back in when was he elected 2016 um i feel like it was obviously a game changer just because people were so comfortable um with I think people were just very overconfident with thinking Hillary was gonna win but my thing is I knew he was gonna win because I had an internship and I went to the RNC and that was the first time I really was like really like it confirmed to me that oh this man is actually gonna win because there's actually people out here that support his ideas so I knew he was gonna win that and to be completely honest I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm dead wrong. But I would not be shocked if he wins another term because people people like him. Like people, you know, outwardly, I feel like are somewhat, of course, the rednecks in the South are going to say that they like him outwardly or whatever. But there are a lot of people who still like him behind closed doors. Or I feel like depending on who gets that DNC nomination... At the time, people were truly just voting for him because they didn't want another woman to be, they didn't want a woman to be president and off of that alone. So I don't really think four years would change that, say if Elizabeth Warren or Kamala makes it to that um, DNC nominee, people would still vote just based off the fact that they don't want a woman president or they don't want a black person president or whatever the case may be. So I don't really know. Um, it's really too early to tell. I think, you know, there are some candidates that I am watching and curious to see how far they'll make it. But as far as who's genuine and who's not, I think that's kind of bullshit. I think they all have their own hidden agendas. I think that this is another resume builder for them. Um, and that's really all I have to say about that. Um, I agree with some of your points. I feel like um, in regards to Trump and his popularity, it seems to dwindle based on what channel you look at CNN or Fox, you know. Each channel has their own agenda, but in general, I just think last term, last election, the Democrats had some weak candidates, and Trump's. Mm, that's a very strong. That's yeah, a very strong statement. Absolutely. Weak. Yeah, I think Hillary Clinton was overqualified for that position. Well, I don't mean weak in that sense. I mean weak in terms of social skills, in terms of personality. People want someone. People want the leader of their country, or people want a leader in general that's charismatic. Hillary to me showed no sign of charisma or like she seemed kind of like robotic with her movements. And huh, not to I'm mention, so glad not you mention, brought that up. Not to mention her skeleton in the closet with Haiti and you know the things she's done in other countries. I'm so glad that you brought that up about charisma because once again it goes back onto police and women. Women are still held to a higher no. standard. Yes. No. I don't think that's because true. Because she she I don't think that's true. She, yes. Obama had charisma. Every president, even Bush, had like some type but of But he was a black he had that thing. He had a he was black. I don't think all of these other presidential, oh, these white men that were running, I don't think all of them had charisma. But Obama was black, but he wasn't like a square. You know, he had like some type of 
Yeah, but it was still that extra. He still had to have charisma. But if he didn't have the charisma, it's like, mm, I don't know. Is he black? Because then we see what, what's happening with Kamala. Like, it, her blackness is being... She doesn't have it. It seems forced. What do you mean? It seems forced with her. What do you mean? It seems forced. How is it forced? What does blackness mean? What do you mean? When it's I watch forced? her interviews, it seems like she's pandering. You know Why do you feel like that? It doesn't come up as natural. I know. I've, all right. So, a little context on me. My whole life has pretty much been blackly black, black, black. Like... Pre-K to now. But your black experience black. doesn't mean that it's my black experience. This is true. But then when I went to school and I met other black people, I can still, it's still, I can tell. Like, it's just something with me deep inside. I can tell when someone's kind of authentic or when you're faking the funk. So you think that she's faking her blackness? No, I don't think she's faking saying? her blackness. I feel like she's pandering to the black vote a little too hard instead of making it come up natural as it should if you're black. You don't have to try to force it. I should already know. Okay, she's, I feel like you're being harsh to her because she's a black No, woman. I'm not being harsh. I yeah. think the other guy, Cory Booker, is the same way. I feel like he's a square guy who, you know... So you, so your requirements to be president is to be cool. No. That's funny that you're trying to say that. You're trying to twist my words. No. That's exactly what no. you're saying. I'm saying that's a part. I want my leader to be charismatic. I want my leader you to not be... You want your leader to be cool. I want my leader to be not robotic and not to just... But who? Because but, you, but why because, is that a requirement for the highest office in the land? Like why? Because why the highest do you office in the land. Is, why the highest office in the land has to touch the lowest people on the totem pole? So you have to have be, be have the ability to talk to leaders, world leaders, people with nuclear missiles, and the working class mom with three kids. I think Kamala can do that more so than Donald Trump. I don't think so. And you Donald Trump is you, Donald what, Trump. What do you mean? Donald Trump is funny. They like that stuff. People in the, those rednecks and stuff. They like that. He's funny. Like it's not our type of humor, but. He'll make a joke out of it, and they're like, huh, by the way, I'll get you a job. <laughs> Kamala's just like, yeah, so, by the way, I locked up a lot of black people. <laughs> That's not what she said. That's not what she said. She's done it. Before. She's done it. Before. She's she has a track. Yeah, but she's trying she's to bring up a point that's not even valid, as usual. As usual. Um, like I said. No, you're just being harsh on her because she's. I'm a black not being woman. harsh. I wish y'all would All just right. say y'all don't okay. like black women Here's and thing. just Here's leave it at Here's that. Enough with the the plight of the black. Like we know. Like stop trying to make it seem like I don't like black women and people in general. Like people are not going to take your call serious if you're too if you're using it as a harp or using it as a. I as don't a, think she is. You, I'm talking about you in general. Like you mentioned black women like 20 times this podcast already. Like <laughs> some, some stuff that's not even related. I think you are being harsh on her because she is a black woman. Yes, I think I a lot of black that. women are, are lost in general. A lot of black women are feminist. When the feminist agenda has done nothing for black women. And when a feminist movement arises or a feminist uh, situation arises, white women have shown in history that they take the side of their white husband and leave black women out to dry. So I think black women should be women. That's the first thing. Until that's addressed and dealt with. This whole plot. Have you asked black women that? Absolutely. Home? We just saw blackish and they talk, just talk about their feminists. On blackish, we just saw that. I went to, I have class at school. That's a television I work with show. black women in general. They had they this, when I worked at my old job in Harlem, they had this, uh, they, hey, hey, Malik, do you want this pen? I'm a feminist. They said, oh, no thanks. I don't, don't give me that. They had, they worked on these pins. I'm a feminist. I'm a feminist. Feminist, 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 feminist. I think that that's just a lack of knowledge. I don't Susan think, B. Anthony, I, I don't think womanist is Sus known. Susan B. Anthony. Was a racist, and she's the front runner. Did you, did you know that she was a racist? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew that. And she's the face of this movement. So, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think people, but womanist. I don't think that people know that term because I'll be honest, I didn't know that term until this year. So I didn't know. And the only reason I knew that was because this woman came to the show and talked about that. That's not a common term, and that's not fair because if people don't know that, then they don't know. 
they don't know that that is, exists. I'm pretty sure that people don't know that that exists. And whose fault is that that they don't know? Is it my fault? No, I'm not saying it's no. It's no one's it's fault. The man, it's the man's fault. I'm not saying it, it's anyone's fault, but I'm just saying that you can't hold them accountable to. Oh no, I'm holding grown, grown adults responsible for not knowing their movement and what they're fighting for. You're fighting for the wrong movement. You're fighting for the wrong side. what are you fighting for? Me personally, yeah. Malik. Yeah, because do you? Well, who did? Well, yeah. I won't say. I just, who did you vote for in the yeah. last election? Because mm-hmm. at this point, I feel like most black men, if they were really about it, I feel like most black men would be Republicans if they have money. I feel like most black people in general have Republican ideas. Um, like what? Black people are very conservative in nature, from the church. In nature. From yeah, from the church to um, their their dealings with money of how they want to keep the money circulated. They want they want less government. I feel like a lot of parents, a lot of black people growing up with their parents, they would tell you things. It seems strict, but when you think of it, oh, that's kind of like conservative values. But you don't even vote, do you? What I do with my voting time <laughs> is my personal business. No, let's talk about it. Do you vote or you don't vote? I have not voted in a while, no, because to me it's a waste of time. Why do you think it's a waste of time? Because I've been to Baltimore and I've driven through Buffalo. I've driven through a lot of black cities with democratic leadership and it looks like shit on ice. It looks like shit. So why don't you vote them out of office? Voting is not going to work. The only thing that will work and has been shown through history... It's a revolution. And I don't want to be too too drastic on this podcast right now. <laughs> I don't want to be too, you know. Are you going to leave We can see it in China right now. Like, China, they're not with the shit, so they're protesting. They, you have to. Do you even know what they're protesting about? I do, but I will say that every time black people try to organize a protest or something, they like, you know, they lock us up with like the stuff in Baltimore, Freddie Gay and everything, like Freddie Gray and everything like that. So I will say it's difficult, but I don't think voting and kumbaya and, you know, and, and trying to like get this politician to do something. It's gonna. It's not. It hasn't worked since the '60s. It hasn't worked since the '50s. It hasn't worked yet for us. So why keep? So then, what's the solution? Just, I just told give you. Up? No, I just told you the solution. A revolution. Just the only that. So are you leading this revolution? I, I don't care about. <laughs> you don't I care, care about my, myself. I care about you. I care about a select few others. But listen, every <laughs> black leader has been. Betra- every black. In- Institution or movement has been infiltrated. So there's always going to be some coons that always, you know, want to side with the other side. So I can't rely on that. I know what I can do. I know what I will stand for. And what what are you doing? What do you mean? What am I doing? What are you doing right now? I'm on a podcast speaking to. No, but what are you doing in the streets? Like you say that you care about you and you taking this stance, and I know what I can do, and da 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 da. But where's the action? I'm on a podcast speaking about it right now, so people can. That's know about not it. real action. So what is real action? I don't know. You brought up a revolution. What would a revolution look like? A revolution would look like, in New York especially, boycotting the MTA. That's the first step. Because a city, especially New York, it runs... But you brought up the 60s and, and the protesting and stuff. You think that that protesting the MTA will start the revolution and help black people? And if I y'all don't so. know, the MTA is the subway system here in New York. I think so because the main issue with the MTA right now is... Fear, fear jumpers or fear evaders and the majority of people that... That's not the main issue. The main issue with the MTA is New York is overcrowded and the infrastructure of the subway just cannot... Okay, but the main issue that they're they're hiring more police to and hiring cameras and installing cameras to police and to watch fear evaders, fear jumpers. The majority of fear evaders and fear jumpers happen to be people of... Color. Color. 
But let's talk about that real quick, though. I don't know if you guys saw this viral video that went on, that was on Twitter, but this boy, he jumped a, I, I, he allegedly jumped um, a fare stopper. And the fare here is only $2.75. And um, it was like maybe five or six cops came down and they were ready to they kill him. Guns at him. Pulled, pulled guns out, pinned him down on the subway. The subway cleared out like it was ridiculous for $2.75. And the thing that I really don't get about that is if you have like a weekly pass or like a monthly pass and you swipe someone in, the MCA doesn't get another two seventy five on that. Like if you divide it out, they don't get that extra $2.75. So even if you did swipe them in, it just like am I it, it logically it just does not make sense at all because it's just stupid to even like tackle somebody like that especially if all the things that they could be doing with their times and it's just like damn is this where our tax money is going why are there so many cops available to stand in a subway station and police black people over two dollars and 75 cents but anyway so earlier this weekend there was this big protest a lot of people were jumping stalls um in protest of the mta i don't really think much will change but um hopefully it does we can only be optimistic and my point is unless a citywide boycott of the mca happens nothing's gonna change because that will cripple new york city if, if the whole city boycott the mca that will bring new york city to its knees like bane said in gotham my movie it would it would but it and money but it wouldn't just be black people. It would have to be white people too. And white people don't care enough about that because they're not. Point. What's your point? My point is we're alone in this fight. So voting <laughs> for a black person who has to be in the house of representatives with white people. Some may be on the side, some may not. I don't think it's going to solve anything because at the end of the day, we're, we don't live in a communist state. It's not one leader. You can have a, a black candidate that has black people's interests at heart, but they have to adhere to rules of, of you know, House of Comedy. It's a three-party system, so. I just, I'm not, I don't mean to sound pessimistic, but um, like I said, I feel like the only way it's been proven throughout history is it's a whole new, a whole new infrastructure, a whole new, I think reparations would help African-Americans. You know, one of the Democratic candidates is trying to get reparations. I don't think they will pa it'll be passed. I don't ever. think so. <laughs> I don't think it'll, I mean, I'm just, and I wouldn't even get that because I'm a, according to people, I'm a, I'm Caribbean descendant, so I'm not a... According to people, according no, to you. No, I am. You, I am. you always try to waver. No, no, you no, always no, no, try no. to waver. I wouldn't get anything because I'm not a American descendant of slavery, so I wouldn't get anything. But I still think African Americans, hell yeah, deserve it. Like, are you shitting me? But we know how this evil world is right now, so um, like, I don't want to be pessimistic, but I mean, shit's not looking good in the hood. It hasn't been looking good in the hood for a minute. Same, the, the, your, your native city of St. Louis, you know, unfortunately... High murder rates, high unemployment, you know, a lot of stuff going down there. And, and it's been like that for a while. And other cities across East Coast, New Orleans, Baltimore, New York has cleaned up a little bit, but it's still crime rampant in some neighborhoods, even with justification. So. so you're saying that for final thoughts, you're saying, let me just get this mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. You're saying that basically there's no solution to our problems no. unless we revolt. I think revolting would be the best option. I feel like reparations would be the most peaceful option most sensible option but what I, would be a sensible reparation um i heard some i've heard different no what would you let me, consider? Let me finish. I'll, let me finish. i've heard different opinions that i've kind of swayed on each one one was to give african-americans um free college education across the board but then i'm like okay that's okay but 
with the way the world is now, with the way the industry is evolving, it wouldn't amount so much. The other one was just cash straight up. Um, I think that can go right or go terribly wrong. No, you know, not to this man of our people, but you know, some people just go ignorant with it. I might, even though I, I would that, say like, maybe some tax free stuff or even in Watchmen. I would say tax free stuff, but also something with like financial literacy, something getting black people automatically invested, or, giving black people like I don't even think there's land to even give if, like, the, like, the, like I don't know the I don't know the history I'm from Crown Heights. It's a Hasidic Jewish and West Indian neighborhood. They have their own police, they have their own schools, they have their own ambulance. Maybe something like in the in that lane where we can build our own communities straight up because that would require land. Yeah, maybe something like I don't land. Know if we and have like land to give the land and this south. Look at in the south, black people could just south. to take the take this out over. I don't even want to go with that country ass, but I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love loving a couple wins, but um, um, yeah, I think that's the best option, and that's been a debate going on in the in the intellectual black community right now. But intellectual I don't know, like, black, yeah, community. So you a part of that community? I mean, if they let me in, yeah, <laughs> they listen to this, who knows? But um, yeah, I just have different opinions on things. Man. I see, I, I try to see the world. From a different lens, different scope. We didn't even get into religion and the other stuff. Oh, know. thank God! That's a whole nother hour. You thank you, you Jesus. Heard? You feel me? But, um, yeah. but yeah, but this was fun. Absolutely. Um. Okay, you guys. Well, I'm Mackenzie. I'm Malik. And this is fun. So yeah, we will be talking to you guys. Well, actually, I will be talking to y'all later. I don't know if I have. If y'all want back me a part two, say uh, right in the comment section or whatever. To, um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, y'all, bye. Peace. Permanent vacation for forever. Some things you gotta leave behind. Some people just like weather and seasons for that reason. I know I always have a leg up. Weather man for cast me dead last. Think I'm just another nigga. Maybe I'll be the next black beetle like Sway Lee.